0: Blog TALK RADIO Greetings, family and friends of Be Free Ministries. As always, it is such a wonderful pleasure to come into your home, into your car, into your office, wherever you may be listening on this evening. We continue on in our B-series. But before I go into the teaching, I just want to give all glory and all praise to the Lord. God is so awesome, and he's so amazing, and he's so good. Not that everything is so perfect with my life, but in the midst of me going through trials, in the midst of me enduring tests, God is faithful. God is awesome. God is amazing. God is good. His grace is abundant and sufficient in our lives. And I thank God for that. And I give him all the praise and the glory for his goodness towards me in particular, towards my family, towards my friends. I praise God for being the type of God he is, such a loving and a patient God. And I just want to take some time to say, God, I thank you. Hallelujah. I started that work today and my administrators decided to move my classroom, so the janitorial staff, they move, you know, items into my new room over the summer, so I went in today, my two instructional assistants, we came in, we we rearranged the room, got it where it needed to be, we took the Clark's lights, and it was just not clean in that room, like, I don't even know how Anyway, it was not clean, so we took the Clorox flight to too, and we cleaned up everything we saw. And I'm just thankful that my assistants were there to help me. The, um, they weren't sure if they were coming in, but I'm thankful they were there to help me. God gave us wisdom about how to set up the room to best serve our students, and I thank God for his wisdom. And in that, I thank God for giving all three of us the strength to move uh, our furniture around to accommodate our kids. And I thank God for the male teacher who stepped in to help us with a heavy item that we needed to adjust in our classroom. And it was just too, you know, it's too much for us ladies. So I thank God for him. And I pray a special blessing up his life right now in Jesus' name. And I just, God is just so good and he's so awesome and he's so wonderful. And I just give him all the praise and glory. And I'm thanking God for employment and that my employment involves teaching children because I love teaching children. I'm thankful for this position to lead my students into a a year of growth academically, socially, um, emotionally, um, physically, in every way that they need. So I thank God for the wisdom and the strength and the passion to do that for them. Amen. Amen. And so I pray that God's passion uh, will be ignited within you for whatever destiny he has placed within you, for whatever career choice that he's placed within you, that that passion be ignited in the name of Jesus, the gifts and the talents that are lying uh, uh, resident within you, that they will come forth so that the people of God will be blessed by your talent, by your gifting, by your passion, and everybody that you come in contact. They don't have to be saved. You know, we we, we can bless the unsaved. That's what we're supposed to do, right? Go to the unsaved and tell them about Jesus. But that's your, your, that your gifts, your talent, Your passions will bless others, everyone that you come in contact with. Amen. Amen, because I thank God, and I'm going to get off this subject right now, I thank God for not only being able to influence the lives of my students, but influencing the lives of their parents. I thank God for having that ear to speak to them and to encourage them and to minister to them as I'm teaching them how to help their child, right? God has given me the ability to do that, and I thank him for it. I thank him for the grace to do it. I thank him for the wisdom to do it. I thank him for the discernment to do it. Amen. Amen. So let me get into this teaching. I hadn't even planned to talk about that, but God is so wonderful, and he – Showcases his his agenda and what he wants us to share. So I thank God for being able to share that with you tonight. So we are in our Be Free Ministries, we, Be Free series. Excuse me, for Be Free Ministries, we are wrapping up our series next week. So tonight we're going to talk about be wise. Next week we're going to talk about be you, and then the last. Thursday in this month, we're going to talk about some tips and strategies that you can use or we can use as teachers and parents to best serve our students, okay? I felt like God is saying do that for the last Thursday in this month, so I thank God for his wisdom, and he already gave me a series for October and I'm really excited about, so I'll share that with you a little bit later, amen, amen. So let's get right into Be Wise. So our B for b is botanical. I thought it was really interesting that God gave me the word botanical. So you know I love dictionary.com. So the definition of botanical is of or relating to plants or botany. And botany is simply the science of plants or the biology of plants, okay? so what god is sharing with me is that he desires for us to use products and eat foods that are more plant-based all right that are more plant-based why because it's healthier for us and i do have a scripture for this i'm not just i do have a scripture for this and so um he got God just wants us to live a healthy life. He wants us to live long life. Now, I know it's up to god um, the The longevity of our life is up to God, right, but there are some measures that we can take in order to take care of our body, like eating healthy, exercising. Um, eliminating sodas and alcohol from our diets, eliminating um, drugs and and cigarettes from our diet from our lifestyle, there are things that we can do that we have a responsibility to do that help us be healthy and and, and, and using products that are plant based or eating foods um, that are plant based is best for us okay so making healthy choices with our meals now, I love meat I love meat just like every other carnivore kind of in, the, in the universe. But God has been speaking to me about eliminating my meat, eliminating meat from my diet, excuse me. So this week, from Monday to Thursday, I think I've had only two servings of meat. Now, granted, I've been home. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I was home all day. I think I, I stepped out Monday, I stepped out Wednesday, just briefly, but I was basically home all day for those three days, except for maybe an hour or two on, on Monday, hour or two on Wednesday, but I, I've only eaten meat twice, one day on Monday I ate some meat, and then today I ate some meat, the rest of the time I've been trying, I've been, no no meat at all, so I've been kind of snacking a little bit, like I've been eating some popcorn, been eating some crackers, I've been eating eggs, I actually need to get me some spinach because that's what I've really been wanting to eat. But just eating vegetables, that like leafy green vegetables, spinach, collards, turnips, uh, which one am I missing? Mustard greens. uh, Eating um, healthier foods like root vegetables, like carrots, potatoes, um, turnip greens, uh, beets. I don't like beets personally, but it's a root vegetable that is healthy for us. So just making those choices to eat foods that are healthier, which are plant-based. Our body, God did not design our body to break down as much meat as we eat. So that's why it's better for us to eat meats that are lighter, such as chicken or turkey. Um, Some seafoods are light. We have to be careful with some seafoods are light, but we have to be careful with some because of sodium, like shrimp has uh, the tendency to produce sodium, you know, to give us sodium. So we have to be careful with that. But just eating foods, again, that are plant-based, okay? I grew up in a garden. You hear me say this all the time, right? I grew up, we had a garden, and, you know, we grew uh, tomatoes, watermelon, corn, collards, um tomatoes I said and I can't remember what else we grew in our garden and green beans because I remember snapping green beans on the carport I remember shelling beans so we had shelling beans as well as the snapping like green beans um, and I can't remember what else we had, but though I love those times of sitting on the carport shucking corn and shelling beans and snapping snapping beans or shelling peas and snapping beans, it was it was wonderful. And we ate healthy, like my grandmother cooked for us, and then she canned some of the food. And so I know people who today are still canning their vegetables. That's a wonderful way to make sure that we're having our healthy, food, healthy plant-based foods, healthy plant based foods throughout the year because we understand some vegetables go in certain seasons. So being able to either freeze those vegetables or can them is a wonderful way to have them available to us at all times. Okay. Also, gotta say that we need to be mindful about what we are taking into our bodies, not only through our mouth through eating, but through our skin. You know, have you ever taken time to look at the ingredients that are in the products that you use, like your shampoo, your conditioner, your body gels, your shower look, shower gels, lotions, perfumes? Like, we need to be mindful about the ingredients that are in the products that we're using because some of those ingredients, well, first of all, most of them, I don't even know what it is, can't even pronounce them. I have to actually look it up to see what that ingredient is. But some of the ingredients that are in the products that we use are not healthy for us. They are absorbed through our skin. They're absorbed into our bloodstream and, 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 and in our organs. And some of it, again, is just not healthy for us. Now, I didn't get, get a list. You'll have to look at the ingredients of the products that you have, look it up online, and see exactly what these products are made from or where they are derived from. Some of the products or some of the ingredients that are in the products that we use are synthetic. That means they're not natural. And so they're not as healthy for us as using all natural products. Now, now I know all natural, when you say all natural, dollar signs, because all natural products, whether it's food or whether it's uh, like our bath and body products, it can be expensive. Yes, I totally agree. But there are some do-it-yourself products that you can make at home to make sure that the ingredients that you are ingesting into your body through your skin um that it's healthy for you, okay, that it's healthy for you. Now, I'm not saying that you have to get rid of all of your products. That choice is totally up to you. I'm just sharing what the Lord is desiring for us to do to be healthy, okay? So, I use all-natural soaps that I get from the farmer's market. I have, like, a basket full of them right now. I probably have, like, eight or nine in there, maybe a little bit more because I use them. When I use them up, i like go and buy them in bulk, you know, just to keep a supply. But they're made from all natural products like goat's milk, honey, uh, different things of that nature. So we need to be mindful again of the ingredients that are in the products that we're using to make sure that they're safe for our body. Now, I'm not saying that those ingredients are going to harm you your first time or tenth time using them, but over time using unhealthy ingredients can have, um, you know, effects on our health so we just need to be mindful, okay? So we need to be botanical. I love using essential oils. I have lavender oil and orange oil here that I use when I'm taking my bath, and I really, well, I use the lavender for my bath. I use the orange oil just to smell in the house because it's such an invigorating and energizing smell. So I encourage you just to do some research. Get online and look up some information about all natural products. Go to your local library and, and check out books about all-natural products or plant-based products. Also there, if you live in Durham County, and I know that there's other counties, they have a have a, a group of classes that you can actually take to learn about uh, herb, uh, not herbs, but we can learn about herbs, because there is a class for herbs, but there's a class for essential oils. And it teaches you what essential oils are and which ones to use for what purpose, and it's called universalclass.com. Look it up. If you have a library card in your county, look it up and see if your county offers universal class. Universal Classes, and it's universalclass.com, and you can take some free online classes so that you can learn about some of these um, products and foods that are healthy for you. I know for hours, there's like over 500 classes. There's one on herbs. There's one on taking therapeutic baths with essential oils. I've taken that one. There's also um, a couple on eating healthy, um, and so it teaches you kind of how to cook, gives you some recipes, teaches you how to cook healthy. And so we just need to be mindful again about the products that we are taking in our body, okay? So, God is encouraging us to be botanical. Yes, I have a scripture. Third John, you know, the Johns in the New Testament, closer to the back, next to Revelation, is one John, two John, and three John, right? And so, three John, verse two, it says, I wish above all that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers, prosper and be in health. Even as our soul so prosper, God wants us to be healthy. Amen. Amen. I don't took up too much time with that, but I'm going to get it all done tonight. So our E is economical. Economical means avoiding waste or extravagant. Ex, uh, yes, excuse me, avoiding waste or extravagant. So in other words, it means being thrifty. Now I'm not saying that you have to be thrifty in everything you buy. Like you, you, you get what you pay for, right? But there are times where we we want an item, right? So we want something, maybe it's a hundred dollars. That item is gonna eventually go on sale. So you can wait until it's 20% off or 30% off, 50% off, or even 70% off. Like we don't always have to pay full price for everything. We can buy items on sale, food items as well as clothing items, the items that we use every day. So God is wanting us to be thrifty or economical. In other words, he wants us to be mindful about how we use our money, okay? You don't have to buy everything on sale. You don't have to buy everything on clearance. But still being wise, being mindful about how you use your money, how you're spending your money. First, we need to pay our tithe and offering, pay our bills, and then after that, you know, you buy whatever you need, whatever you want. And so for me, I'm a thrifty person. Like, I will shop the clearance rack. I will shop Goodwill. I will shop our sales because that's just how I like to live. I like to save more than I spend. And so I am economical. I'm thrifty. I am I avoid being uh being wasteful with my money, right? And so not only being economical with our money, we need to be economical with our time. We need to avoid wasting our time. There are some people that want to be in relationship with us whether it's a boyfriend, or a girlfriend, or just a friendship, who are, who are just a waste of our time. There's no need for us to get involved with a the friendship. There's no need for us to date them because they're just coming to prey on us. They're just coming to take from us. There's no need to waste your time even on people that mean you no good. So be economical with your time. Don't waste your time on people who you know are out to harm you or get you, or even if you don't know it at, at, at first. When God reveals that person to you, then it's time to jet. There's no need to waste your time on people who aren't going anywhere, people who are not trying to be successful in their lives, people who are not trying to work or or do a productive or live a productive life. There's no need for you to waste your time on people like that, okay? To be economical with our time, with our money, and with our resources. So resources involve time. Resources involve money. But it, it also could be, uh, well, volunteering is time, being economical in how you volunteer. So I'm not just with relationships, but who are you volunteering with? Like, do you volunteer with organizations in the community? And if you are, are they really helping people, or are they set up just to – be an organization. So we need to even be mindful about the church we attend and how we serve at our church, be mindful about the organizations that we volunteer with, just be mindful about how we spend our time in general. Again, whether that's friendships, whether that's our job, whether that's in the community, okay? So be economical with your time, with your money. All right, we're going on to W. W was interesting to me when I got W. Waste not, want not. We've all heard somebody in our family, especially the old, people say, waste not, want not. In other words, they're telling you, don't waste anything because you may need it later, or so you'll always have something, right? So I do arts and crafts. Um, I do arts and crafts with the kids at the school, so I always do a sample for them so that they can see it. And sometimes I throw away the scraps, but sometimes I keep them because I'm like, we might can use this later, right? And so being, being um, mindful that we're not wasting um, the The resources that we have, the things that we use, so that we can have enough of what we need, right so we can have enough to uh not only have what we need but to share with us, others to be a blessing to other people, so waste not want not um, the Bible says in matthew twenty five I'm not going to read the scripture, but if you read matthew twenty five verses fourteen through thirty, it gives you the story of the 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 servants with the talents, right so there was a master he gave talents to three of his servants so and he told them you know these these are your talents i'm going away when i come back i'll i'll check in with you to see what you did with your talents so the servant that he gave five talents to he uh, was he multiplied that by two so now he has 10 talents the servant that had two talents he did what he did with it multiplied it by two now he has four talents but the servant who was given one talent he didn't do anything he didn't try to produce it. He didn't try to uh, invest or anything. He went and hid it because he felt like if he invested it or if he uh, did something with it, that he would lose it. So the servant was happy with the person with the, the master, excuse me, was happy with the servant who multiplied the five talents. He said, well done, that good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few. I will give you many. For the the servant who had two talents, same thing, good um, um Good and, oh, mm. well done, that good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few. I'll give you, you know, I'll give you many. But for the servant who hid his one talent, his talent was taken away and given to the servant with ten talents, and then he was cast away because the master was saying, you could have at least put it in a bank or at least I would have earned some interest on that one talent, but you didn't do anything with it. So God is wanting us not to be wasteful with what He's given us. Again, time, your resources, even your gifts and your talents, God wants to use, you to use that singing gift for His glory. God wants you to use the fact that you're good with your hands to help somebody, help the Habitat for Humanity, build some houses for those who are in need. Help a veteran who might can't um, use his hands or may have been, um, you know, wounded in the in the war. Help him build that bookcase for his children. You know, help those who are in need with your time, with your talent, with your resources. Waste not, want not, okay? Making sure that we have enough of what we need for ourselves as well as to be a blessing to other people. Amen. Amen. So make sure that you read Matthew 25, verses 14 through 30. All right, so the I in Y is irreversible. I was like, irreversible? I was like, okay, God, I'm with you. I'm with you. And so the, the dictionary.com simply defines irreversible as incapable of being reversed. <laughs> incapable of being reversed. So the scripture that I have for this is uh, Luke 9 and 62. Luke chapter 9 verse 62 says, Jesus to him, no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God of God. God wants you to be wise in the respect that you don't turn back, that you don't go back, that you lose your salvation, as the old folks say, that you go back into the world and do what you used to do. Don't turn back. Don't look back. Let your walk with Christ Jesus be irreversible. Let it be incapable of being reversed, regardless of what comes in your life. Don't turn back. Stay with God. Keep your hand in God's hand. He will lead and guide you where you need to go. Again, the storm might be raging, the tsunami might be coming, but keep your hand in God's hand. He will make sure that you're all right. He will make sure that you're taken care of. He'll make sure that he leads you down the path that he has chosen for you. Don't look back. Don't go back. Regardless of how hard it gets, don't give up. God is with you. He is an ever-present help. Let your walk, let your Christianity, let your faith in God be irreversible. Amen? Amen. Enough said on that one. Don't look back. Don't give up. You've got this. God is with you. Amen? Amen. So let your walk be irreversible. All right, and so now we get to F. So S is a little funny, and it's okay. So God gave me savory. So when I thought about savory, I I thought about food, you know, because some people can just cook, you know. They put the right spices in the collard greens. Like they got the bacon grease in there put the ham hocks and things in. I know that's not healthy, but it's okay to have it every now and then, long as you don't have it every day, every week, every month. So, I mean, and they just put it in there good. I have a friend that she can cook some kale. Like, I don't know what she, besides red peppers, I don't know what she puts in her kale, but, boy, that kale is on point. It's on the money. It's delicious. So when you think about savory, you think about somebody who can cook, they put the spices and the food just right. It just, just, just some, some of the meats just melt in your mouth. Is so good. So God is saying for us that we need to be savory. So the definition for savory is pleasant or agreeable in taste or smell. So pleasant or agreeable in taste or smell. So we got the the taste right. So sometimes when you walk in people's house, you can. Sometimes know what's going on in the house based on the smell. You can tell if they had the Glad Lock plug in. You can tell if they've been burning a candle or or incense. I used to burn incense all the time. I burn candles now. Um, you can tell if they if they've used what the bath and body. They have the wig, not the wig. They have um. Oof, I have some too. I can't think of what they're called. The bath and body work plugins. You know, you can tell if if the garbage need to be taken out. You can smell those type of things. If the dog hadn't been cleaned, he need a bath. You know, if they're cooking some chicken or or some uh, some some hamburgers or hot dogs, if they're grilling on the indoor grill, like you can tell what's going on in somebody's house by the smell. So God is wanting us to have a pleasant or agreeable smell, more smell than taste because we're not going there, but more of a pleasant or agreeable aroma is what God is saying. So if you read Psalm 141 and 2, it says, let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense and the lifting of my hands as the evening sacrifice. So what excuse me, the psalm writer here was saying, God, let my prayer be before you. Let my prayer that comes before you be a sweet smell or a sweet savor before you. Let it be pleasing to you, God. Let it be agreeable to you. And so our lives, our very lives need to be savory before the Lord. It needs to be pleasant before the Lord. It needs to be agreeable before the Lord making sure that we're living a holy life, a life based on the principles of God's word. We cannot live like we want to live and expect God to be pleased. We can't drink. I do drugs. I whore club, I cuss people out, lie, steal, cheat, murder. We can't do those things and expect and our pleasantness or our aroma or our prayer before God to be sweet-smelling. It's going to smell like garbage. It's going to smell like junk. It's going to smell like a wet dog or a dog who needs to take a bath. It's going to smell like somebody, see, who haven't watched them in several months. It's not going to be pleasant at all, right? So God is wanting us to live a life that is pleasant, that is pleasing, that is agreeable to him, so that when we offer up our lives to him through prayer, when we offer up our lives to him through worship, when we offer up our lives to him through fasting, when we offer up our lives to him through praise, it will be sweet-smelling and pleasant in his nostrils. Amen? Amen. So we need to live a life that is pleasant and agreeable before the Lord. Yep. Yep, that's all I'm going to say about that. All right, okay, so I'm going to get to my E, and the E is enterprising, enterprising. Dictionary.com defines enterprising as ready to undertake projects of importance or difficulty or to use untried schemes or methods. It also means to be energetic in carrying out any task that we're undertaking, right? And so what this basically is saying is that we need to make sure that we are taking responsibility for the for the uh, projects that we have decided to take on, and not only take responsibility for them, but do them in a spirit of excellence, and even provide a new way of doing things, being enterprising, providing innovative ways to do things, providing insightful views of how to look at things. So that's what enterprising means. You know, taking the, a, a lot, taking upon ourselves to do things that may be difficult or hard, and then doing doing them in excellence and a way that maybe nobody else has done them before. And so let me give you an example. God gave me that I'm going to talk to my administrators about, but God has given me some ideas of some workshops to have for our parents for this 2017-2018 school year. And I'm I'm like, I can do this, God. I can be enterprising. I can be a leader in providing workshops that I feel will be beneficial to the parents of the school that I that I work at. I can do this, God. I can be enterprising. I don't know if it's ever been done before, but even if it has, God will give me a new way to do it so that it is beneficial to the parents that we currently have and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I already have my calendar ready. All I need to do is share it with my principal and my assistant principal and I feel like I know them well enough to for them to say, yeah, you know what, do that, Stephanie. You plan it. Just keep us informed about who's coming, what time, where, and we'll support you. I, I like. I feel really confident about that. Also, God has given me another project to do. That it came, it, He gave it to me on Monday. I was at my chiropractor office, and God was just ministering to me while I was there. And as I was leaving, God told me to produce encouragement cards. He told me to start giving out encouragement cards to people that I see, you know, while I'm out and about. And so I went online, I made some encouragement cards. I, I'm gonna I ordered them so that I can get them within the next week and I'm gonna start handing out those cards. Has anybody ever done this before? Probably. They probably have. But I'm gonna do it in the new, innovative, enterprising way that God has given me to do it. He says you need to be an encouragement to other people. So I'm gonna use these cards to share God's love. Does it have Jesus on it? No. Does it have any scriptures on it? No. It doesn't even offer them salvation. The, the it, I, I did some for, single, uh, some for women, a set for women, a set for men, and then a set for couples. I should do some for children. So, God, uh, yeah, we can do some for children, too. But, like, it says, like, you are awesome. You are amazing. You are beautiful. I think for the men, it says you are enterprising. You are innovative. You are kind. And so it's just words of encouragement because sometimes we just need to hear words of encouragement. Like, like we get beat down enough, we need to hear some words that are going to build us up and uplift us and encourage us to just keep going forward in life. And sometimes we just need help to just keep going, (laughs) you know. And so these encouragement cards is what I will be giving out. And I also set up a website. just to let people know what I'm doing. You know, and hopefully other people will do this as well. So that's the enterprising thing that God has given to me, to share encouragement cards and then on my job to um, provide provide, um, workshops or make workshops available for our parents. And I'm so excited about it because, again, God has blessed us to be a blessing. Now, I know when God spoke that to Abraham, it, it It meant, you know, some of it meant financially, but I feel like our resources, our talents, our gifts, we are blessed to be a blessing. We are blessed to use those to bless other people. And so I thank God for that opportunity. Amen. So I know God has given you some enterprising ways to serve others. So I encourage you to go forth in it. If God has given you an idea, go forth in it. In Jesus' name, do what God has called you to do. Do what you feel like God is leading you to do. It doesn't have to be perfect, but if you start it, God will perfect it as it goes. Amen. He will do it. Hallelujah. And the scripture that I have for it is Proverbs. 8 and 12, Proverbs 8 and 12 says, I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. God will give us witty inventions. God will give us new ideas so that we can be enterprising for his kingdom so that we can glorify him doing doing our work. Uh, producing projects, being in a spirit of excellence, God will give us these witty ideas or these witty inventions, so that we can be a blessing on our job, so that we can be a blessing at our church, so that we can be a blessing with our friends, with our family, and even to people on the street that we don't even know. So be enterprising. Do what you feel God has is leading you to do to bless other people. Amen. Amen. So be wise. Be botanical. E economic. W, waste not, what not. I, um, what was my I? Did I skip I? No, I was irreversible. S, savory, and E, enterprising. Amen. Amen. God, we thank you for this time of teaching. We thank you for this B-series. God, thank you that it is blessing us. It is encouraging us. It is challenging us. To do better, to be better. God, we pray that you continue to minister to us, God, continue to speak to us, Father God, continue to build build us up, encourage us, bless us so that we can be a blessing to other people, Father God, in the name of Jesus God. Make a way, Father God, for us to do all that you've called us to do. Make a way for us to be enterprising. Make a make a way for us to help others, to encourage others, set their hearts ready so that when we pour into them, when we Speak to them when we hug them, when we love them, they will receive what you are doing for them through us. Hallelujah, God! And we thank you, Father God, for the testimonies that will come forth from us doing what we need to do uh, as a result of this. Be teaching, Father God. Help us to do what we need to do in order for testimonies to come forth during this Be Teaching, God, and beyond. In the name of Jesus, Father God, we thank you, God, for, for all that you're doing in our lives. We bless you for who you are in our lives, and we ask that you will continue to minister to us, be with us, protect us, love us, Father God, heal and deliver us, set us free, God. Give us everything that we need right now in this moment. Father God. And we love you for it in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God is so amazing. I encourage you to join me next week. Actually, let me check my calendar to see. So next week is the third Thursday. So next week, I will be teaching at five o'clock p.m. So every fourth Thursday, I will teach at 5 o'clock p.m. so that I can attend the school board meetings, which start at 6.30, okay? So 24th, 5 o'clock, then we'll be back to regular time on the 31st at 6 o'clock p.m. Amen? Amen. So if you want to know more about the ministry, visit us at BeFreeMinistries. We oh, – excuse me, let me start that over. BeFreeMinistriesNC.Weebly.com. Like us on Facebook at NC. And we have a ministry event coming up October 7th. We are going to the Museum of Natural Sciences. Check out the website at BeFreeMinistriesNC.Weebly.com. It will give you more information about what we're doing. The event is absolutely free. We just ask that you bring some funds for our lunch later. Um, So I'll be sharing some more details about it as October gets closer. Amen. Amen. So look, if nobody has told you that they love you, I love you. We at Be Free Ministries, we love you. This is Be Free Ministries signing off.